Welcome to the Soul Service Podcast. I'm your host, Anastasia Burtnick. I am a spiritual life coach, energy healer, and psychic medium on a mission to help you heal, awaken, and expand your light and consciousness. If you are a spiritual seeker ready to learn, grow, and live and breathe your purpose here on this earth, you are in the right place, my friend. Together, we are going to dive deep into opening our hearts, healing our shadows, connecting with our souls, and erasing our vibes so you can live your best life ever. Let's dive in. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Soul Service Podcast. As always, it is such an honor to be here with you. And I love you so much. You truly are amazing and worthy and lovable. And I'm so grateful to have you in my life. So for today's episode, I want to dive deeper into shadow work. And if you haven't listened to other episodes before, I will do a brief explanation of what the shadow is. And, you know, shadow work is something that I am so, so passionate about. I live and breathe this work. You know, maybe, maybe a part of me is a little bit crazy, but going deep, going into the darkness, really getting into the nitty gritty parts of all of this healing, that excites me. It excites me so much. You know, when I started my journey, I, like so many people, was all about love and light. And I still very much am today. I'm very intentional with it, but I still am all about love and light. But I also have learned how to embrace my shadow side. And, you know, truthfully, when I personally started my journey, I needed to reframe my mindset. I needed to go into the love and light because I'd been in so much darkness for so long. And this happens with so many people where, for example, you might have a very negative judgmental mindset and you need to start changing it. So for me, in those early days when I was living like that, where everything was negative and I was judgmental and I was living in victimhood, I needed to bring in love and light in order to change, in order to open myself up to deeper growth. And that's the beauty of love and light is it literally shines light on your heart, shines light on parts of you that maybe haven't seen that love, that compassion, that light for so many years. But on its own, love and light is not enough. 
in many ways. Love and light is like an end goal. And sometimes it can almost be a band-aid. Because it gives you good feelings. It, ma- it makes you feel good. It makes you start to feel love, which are such beautiful gifts. But if you're not getting to the root of things underneath, that love and light's not going to stick around the way you want it to. And this is where shadow work comes into play. Because doing the shadow work, the deep work, that, my friends, that is where the magic happens. So for those of you who may not have heard an episode before, the shadow parts of yourself are all of the parts that you would rather not be or that you have been told are wrong or bad or unacceptable or too much. So that is your dark shadow. And then your light shadow is actually your gift zone that you're, that you're dimming, that you're pushing away. It's your brilliance. Your light shadow is like the dirt on top of a diamond. Once you clean it away, it lets that diamond shine. So we have these two parts of our shadow and both parts need to be integrated back into yourself. An example that I created myself for what the shadow is like is like humans or is like organs in the human body. Whenever we shut a part of ourselves off, it's like we're taking out organs or particular sets of cells or DNA. Our body's still working, but we're missing things. So in order for it to work optimally again, it's like we have to put everything we took out back. Because everything that we took out of ourselves along the way is vital to who we are. And we need all of those parts, no matter how we view them, in order to be whole, fulfilled, in order to feel true alignment, true peace. So when you start looking at shadow work, it is about bringing all of those parts of you back into yourself. But you're doing it in a way where those parts of yourself, you're not just sticking them back in full of ooze and wounds. You're healing them first and then sticking them back in. And just like if you were to have surgery on your body, the, the healing process 
can be painful, it can be uncomfortable. And there's layers to it. It just doesn't happen overnight. And, you know, I say this not to ever discourage you, but to give you the freedom to do this work, to explore yourself and still feel empowered. So many times we look at what other people are doing and we don't see the behind the scenes work. Sometimes there is no behind the scenes work because people aren't actually doing the work on themselves. They just want you to think they are. But we're not seeing what goes on behind the scenes. We see the end result. And we expect ourselves to get to that end result quickly and with so much ease. But that's not the reality. It's not a linear straight line that's really quick. Our journey has ups and downs. It has switchbacks. It is a beautiful mess. And there's not an arrival point. Of course, there are milestones along the way. You can look back and see the the big, beautiful transformation you've made because of all the little changes, all the little healings you've done, all those little aha moments. Those all add up to transformation, which adds into a milestone, but you're never, you're never going to arrive. And the masculine energy in you is going to say, oh, that sucks. I want to arrive. That can't be true. But you don't ever arrive. And the beauty of that is that you can take the pressure off of yourself. You know, I used to think that I didn't have enough time, never had enough time. I remember being a teenager and thinking that I had to get it all done. And of course, this is, this is how society, this is what they teach us that as soon as you're done high school, you go to college or university and you have to get it done within those four years. And then you, like, you have to have everything set up and you have to be married by this age and have children by this age. And you, you're expected to do things all in this time. And I remember thinking to myself, how am I supposed to ever start over? How can I ever change my path? I'm already so far behind. But the truth is that that time doesn't exist. What exists is our perception of that time. You know, truthfully, it doesn't matter how old you are, where you are in life, what you've accomplished, what you haven't accomplished, doesn't matter. Because you're in the perfect right place and you have the time you need. So stop trying to arrive and enjoy the journey. Because that journey, every single experience, 
whether we deem it to be good or bad, it adds to our story. It adds to our life. It is what creates the fabric of our life and of who we are. And we can change the pattern at any point. We're not set or stuck in anything. We have so much freedom in that. And that's so beautiful. So if you're feeling any pressure, this is your permission to give yourself a break. Let go a little. Give yourself the grace and the space to do what you need to do, to explore, to live. You know, so often we don't live our lives. We're existing, but we're not living. And living, bringing in joy and experience and love and purpose, that is what we're supposed to be doing. And you can do that. You just have to be intentional about it. But so often we're stuck in these cycles of numbing out, of not living, of not experiencing. It's like we're only half alive. So let yourself live. Now, when you are doing this work, when you're at the beginning of going into and exploring your shadow, it is probably going to feel hard. It's definitely going to be uncomfortable. There is going to be a lot of emotion that comes up. And this is something that you have to be okay with. If you aren't okay with it, I'm going to be brutally honest with you. You're never going to heal. So you're going to have to learn. You're going to have to learn to be okay with feeling your emotions. You are going to have to learn to be okay with going into the darkness and healing those parts of yourself so that they can be reintegrated. Doing shadow work, doing the healing work on yourself really is a death and rebirth cycle. And it's beautiful if you let it be. So when you are starting this work, you're likely going to come up against resistance, maybe a lack of awareness. But just give yourself, give yourself the grace and the space to go through it. 
and start getting curious. And that is the biggest key to doing this work is to get curious about what is coming up for you. So, you know, one of the easiest ways or one of the easiest places to start on this journey of healing your shadow is to look at where your triggers are. Your triggers are, I mean, they're, they're triggers. They're going to be things that create an emotional reaction in you. They may also be judgments. So a good place to start is looking at other people, your parents, partner. That is a really good place to start because those are some of the most transparent triggers. So you may say, I'm really feeling triggered by my job right now. So you've recognized that much, but I invite you to go deeper because it's not just your job that is triggering you. Ask yourself questions, get curious. Is it my coworkers? What is it about my coworkers that is triggering me? Write out, write out a list. How are they making me feel? Is it the customers? How are they making me feel? Is it the environment? How am I feeling there? You know, a lot of times when we are looking at this, as we go, as we ask ourselves questions and go down this list of triggers and, and feelings related to them, we'll notice that it'll be a lack of safety, a lack of love, a lack of respect. And those are, those are some of the cores that we'll see. Sometimes you'll also see, for example, if it's with, if it's with customers and you're, you're working, a, working a job, maybe they have a sense of entitlement. And that's something that's bothering you. You want to start identifying what it is and breaking it down into bite-sized chunks. So if we look at a sense of entitlement, for example, the customers at your job, you're feeling triggered by them because they, are, they have an entitled attitude, which means they disrespect you. So there's that lack of respect. They talk down to you, again, lack of respect. They act as though they're more important um, could be a whole bunch of things there. Maybe they're rude. Maybe they're angry. Maybe they didn't value your time or your opinion. So you look at everything that comes up there. 
And then from identifying kind of what feelings are there, what judgments are there, you want to go an even another layer deeper. So through that entitlement, lack of respect, they're not listening to you, all of that. Where were you told in your life or where is the first instance you remember where a sense of entitlement was bad? Usually it's in childhood. Not always, but usually. Usually stems from our parents, school, siblings, something around there. And you might, ha- you might have to change the words around because your shadow can be tricky. So maybe it's not entitlement, but being proud or tooting your own horn, celebrating yourself was looked down upon, and you relate that to entitlement. So you want to look at where that trigger first, in- like first originated. Who is telling you that being entitled is bad? And then going another layer deeper, you want to look at the places in your life where you have acted in a way that is entitled, or you need to look at the potential that you have to act as if you were entitled. A lot of times we have those traits within us. I mean, all of these traits. We, okay. Every single trait in the world we have within us and we have the potential to bring it out. And that even includes nasty traits and behaviors such as like murder. You don't want to be a murderer, but you have the potential to be. So when you are owning this part of yourself, this is where it can get really uncomfortable because I'm talking about something like entitlement right now, which, I mean, for me, it doesn't have a trigger at all. But for you, it might have a huge trigger, but you have to own it. You have to own the fact that there have been times in your life that you have displayed entitlement or you have the potential to. You know, a a good example of this that I had to work through recently was racism. You know, I I am a white woman. And I have always been very open to other cultures, other races. As a spiritual being, I see us all as one because really we all do come from the same place. I also believe that as souls, we have lived as every race, every gender, and that is imprinted in our our soul DNA, in our epigenetics. But I also believe that there are issues in the world today that need to be healed. And 
although I don't like to see separation. So I, truthfully, I don't like to classify anybody by race and see it as separation. What I do see though is that we have differences and our differences make us beautiful. But learning about racism in the atmosphere today, I had to look at where, because of my skin color, I was privileged and the, this, the places, even though I am not consciously racist, there is a part of me that because I benefit from the system because of my skin color, that I am inherently racist. And that, as I worked through that part of my shadow, was a very hard pill to swallow. And this is where really undesirable traits, like being racist, like being a murderer, being a rapist, you don't want to own those. Like you're, you don't want to own them. And it doesn't mean that you are them, but it means that you have the potential to be them. And sometimes even though your conscious self, your like you aren't making the decision to embody that trait, there may be a piece of you that is in fact embodying it. And this is, this is where shadow work gets really uncomfortable. And this is where you just have to keep trusting. And the more that you heal it, the less of a trigger there is. And that feeling that comes into the pit of your stomach, into the bottom of your throat, where it feels like heavy, and gross and you don't you just don't want anything to do with it that feeling will go away as you heal but if you don't heal that feeling will never go away and there will be lessons that show up in your life time and time and time again asking you to heal that part of yourself now remember every piece of sh- of healing your shadow is not going to be as icky feeling as as heavy and negative but there some of them will be and you have to be okay with that so once you've started to accept responsibility for that trait the other thing you need to do is look at the gifts in it What has it taught you? You know, so often we focus on all of the negative. So what has this, for example, entitlement taken away from me? How has it made my life harder? How has it done this, this, and this to me? But we forget to look at what it's taught you. So a sense of entitlement Maybe it taught you to be more compassionate. Maybe it taught you to give more. Maybe it taught you to be kind, to be gracious. Taught you to listen to others. 
It taught you how to communicate better. The, the list can go on and on, but you want to look for those gifts. You also want to look at the, at the gifts of if you were entitled, how would you show up? What gifts would that bring you itself other than the op? Like there's always, as you go through shadow work, there's always opposite lessons. So there's the lesson of embodying a certain trait. And then there's the lesson of not embodying it and what it's taught you. So if we go back to this entitlement, what could being entitled teach you? Oh, it teaches you that you're worthy, that you can ask for what you want, that you are highly respected, that you can respect yourself. Um, teaches you value about yourself teaches you maybe to be assertive so you can see that there is good on both sides and you have to be able to own all of those gifts in order to reintegrate that shadow part of yourself Your shadow is beautiful. It really is. It is really beautiful. And by getting to know it, by figuring out what your shadow, your triggers are trying to teach you or trying to tell you, bring to your awareness. Once you have that awareness and you can pinpoint what those lessons are, then your shadow can be quiet. And that's part of the, the reintegration process. The reason that your triggers or your shadow is so loud is because it has not been heard, sometimes for decades. So it is doing everything it can to be heard. And once it's heard, then you can befriend it and it doesn't have to yell anymore. It's just part of you. And then you get to tap into the beauty of the gifts on the other side. And then what happens is when someone who is entitled shows up in your life or someone disrespects you, you can deal with that situation or that person or that trigger in an entirely different way. Rather than having your walls up and you get defensive and you get hurt, you have the ability to deal with that situation with an open heart. And that is the goal. That is the beautiful goal is being able to live your life with an open heart. Because you understand the deeper intricacies of people of the human existence. You understand that. You understand that hurt people hurt people. You understand that there is a different way to approach situations. 
you understand that you can be assertive and stand up for yourself and ask for respect while having an open heart. And that by doing those things with an open heart, it hurts others less, helps others heal, helps you heal. And you don't carry around other people's heaviness and other people's energy because you don't need to. You have, by healing your shadow, you have the ability to flow through life with ease, with this deeply beautiful sense of inner peace, with a deep connection to spirit. It will radically change your life. Life will no longer take you out. You will be the one driving your life, surrendering to your life in a beautiful and aligned way rather than trying to force everything and control everything. And it's just, it is radically different. And when you are doing this work, give yourself the time to integrate it. You know, these questions that I'm having you go through, they're deep, they're deep questions. Some of them can be highly emotional. So make sure you give yourself the time to integrate it after. After you do maybe a journaling session as you go through this, take a walk in nature after. Do some deep breathing. Move your body. Do something that will help you ground the energy in. Because when you are doing this work, this is very soul-based work. So you're not working in the 3D realm. You're working in the 5D realm. You're, you're working with your soul. You're working with spirit itself, which is a very high vibrational type of energy. So when you are done that session, you need to ground back into the physical world, which is the 3D realm. And when you allow yourself to ground back in, it stops the swirliness of all the energy. And it lets, it lets you connect with Mother Earth, with that heartbeat, that, that stable protective energy. And by making this a practice where you're doing that high vibrational healing work and then grounding yourself back down, you create this really beautiful flow of life force within yourself, of healing energy within yourself. So to recap the questions, when you are starting shadow work, look at where you are feeling triggered and then ask yourself, what is triggering you? So again, if it's your job, is it the people that I work with? Is it customers? Go deeper into what is triggering you. Identify one rung of a ladder 
or, or one type of piece that is triggering you. And then ask more questions about it. Where did this show up in other places in my life? When did it first show up? What are all of the things that it taught me? How did it teach me to be? How did it teach me not to be? What are the good parts about this and what are the bad parts about this? Explore every angle. And ask what it is that this trigger needs. Like, what does this trigger need in order for it to be integrated into you? What is the lesson? What is the ultimate lesson that you're learning? If you need help with this work, I would love to be the one to help you. You know, this shadow work can be a lot. It is, like I was saying, it is my favorite work and it excites me, but it can also be a lot to deal with on your own. But that should never discourage you from trying. But if you need help with this, then reach out to me and we can talk about coaching together. Because when you work with me one-on-one coaching, we go deep into shadow work. We go deep into masculine and feminine. We go deep into healing. So you are supported every step of the way. And when you hit a blind spot where you just can't see what is actually coming up for you, it is so helpful to have someone be able to reflect back to you what you're unable to see. And you know, it doesn't matter who you are, we all need help. That's why I have a coach. That's why my coach has a coach. We all need help. We all need support. So if this is work that you are feeling called to go deeper into and you're not really sure what direction to take, reach out to me. I am always over on Instagram. That's my jam. But I'm also on Facebook or you can email me. All my contact info is in the show notes below or you can just search me at Anastasia Burtnick. Seriously, like don't let yourself struggle with this. If you're if you're hitting a wall, reach out. And if you want a really good resource to read, um, Debbie Ford's book, The Dark Side of the Light Chasers, is like the Bible on this. So if you want to start reading more and learning more about shadow work, read that book. That'll also be in the show notes. And I also have a lot of other podcast episodes where I talk about the shadow. I feel like it's in almost every episode, but there's a lot of other episodes. So use my podcast as an inventory that you can go through because there is a lot of really beautiful information here.
Alrighty. So again, if you need anything, reach out to me. I love hearing your takeaways. I love helping you through this. And I just love connecting with you. So until next time, friends, have a really wonderful week. I will see you next Thursday. And I love you. Thank you for joining me today on the Soul Service Podcast. If you love what you heard, I would be over the moon if you would share this episode with your friends and leave me a five-star review and subscribe over on iTunes. I want to help as many people as I can, and I can't do it without your support. I'll see you on the next episode.